0: Hello, hello, and welcome or welcome back to the Next Stop Nonstop podcast. My name is Erica, and I'm your host. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking to Jamila Phillip of The Business Gym, all about the realities of being a business-owning baddie. All right, so Next Stop Nonstop is a travel and lifestyle podcast that promotes the importance of traveling and mental wellness for millennial women. We discuss everything from travel to dating and careers to mental health. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for entertainment purposes only. All right, let's jump into it. So, Jamila, go ahead and introduce yourself for us.
1: Hello. Well, my name is Jamila Phillip. I am the owner of The Business Gym. So it's basically a place where we go and we help people start businesses, especially women of color, um, and basically starting businesses from scratch, whether it's product-based, service-based, I consider that my superpower, but it is nice to meet you.
0: Thank you for that. So let's get into the juicy stuff. The reason that people are listening and watching today, right? Let's start with you. Have you owned any businesses prior to this? No, this is actually
1: my third business. So my first business was actually Jam's Cakes. So that's where I started making cakes for people. I kind of grew into like the celebrity realm of things, started making a bunch of cakes for like B-list, D-list celebrities. And then I decided to turn that into like a digital product. And so I started actually servicing people all across the globe and decided, hmm, I think I got a, I figured out this digital product kind of realm. Let me jump into another business. So I started my second business, which is more consulting, showing people how to get their businesses intact, right? Whether it's getting regulations in place and making sure that the mom and pop shops are set. Then the third business is more so the business gym, where I teach people more service based and product based, how to start from scratch, graphic design, building your website, things like that. So we all need the basics. And that's pretty much what the business gym is for.
0: I love that. Okay. So, what inspired you to actually start the business gem?
1: Well, I had a couple coworkers actually come to me and say, like, oh, we know that you started these businesses, whether it's the first or the second. How can I basically turn my idea into income? And so, one came, then the second, then the third. And I was like, by the fifth, I was like, I think I could turn this into something. And that's
0: where the business gem came about. I love that. Okay. So, once you found the bit, or once you started the business gem, and once you found those, those, customers? How did you find more customers? What do you do to find additional customers?
1: So I think it's important to know who you want to service, right? So I mainly service women of color um, that are around my age range, I'm not going to say. But basically, I... I figure out what it is that we like, right? And so I know I like certain things, whether it's reality TV, I like learning about banking and finances, and that's where you start, right? You start off where you know your audience is going to like a specific type of subject, topic, or object, and you start from there. And you start engaging with people from that realm and actually get your audience. That's how you grow. I love that. Okay. So in the
0: other side of that, how do you retain customers?
1: So, retaining customers all depends on what you're offering. You need to be solid on having what you want to sell to people. And so, whether it's product based or service based, make sure that you're offering quality products, quality services, so that you can keep the loyal ones, right? in coming consistently. And then once you have loyal followers, loyal customers, they can start off by providing referrals. So a lot of the business gym clients actually come by way of referral. So I do one-on-one coaching and classes, and those people actually refer me to other people, their family and friends. So word of mouth marketing is still real and very powerful. So it's definitely something that has helped the business gym to grow
0: from the ground up. I love that. So, what is the process of taking a business from an idea to reality? Can you walk us through that? Sure. So, first,
1: you have to figure out what you want to sell, who you want to sell it to, and if it's basically a viable business. So, we have people that start off with some random ideas and it won't sell because it's not viable. So, how do you figure that out though? Well, you have to search, right? Search learn from family members and friends. So a lot of things that I teach my students is test out your product or service on people. And the first place that you start is family, right? So I've asked my sister, my brother, like, do you think that this is a realistic idea? Would you buy it? Right? And then if they say yes, then you move on to the next step. Do your research. Find out if there are other businesses that are similar to yours, right? mostly your competitors. I always tell my students, become a spy. Go to your competitor's page, right? Get some information, write it down and see how viable it is. Is it something that people will continuously buy?
0: So once you find out if they'll actually buy it, then what what is the move then? So how do you take it now to actually selling it to people? Well,
1: you need to figure out what platforms you're going to use. So again, going back to product-based businesses, are you going to go down the e-commerce route? right? If it's a service-based business, how are you going to service people, right? Are they coming to your website? Are you finding people through lead generation, whether it's word of mouth? And once you have something that people will purchase, build a website, right? Put that information up there. And I tell students all the time, make sure that it's quality information that speaks to your actual target audience. And so if you are speaking a certain lingo that you know your target audience won't resonate with, you're not gonna sell. So it all depends on who your target audience is and it always goes back to that.
0: I love that. Okay, so did you need any licenses or permits when you were starting any of your businesses and how would you find that out? Absolutely not. (laughs) And that's what
1: I love about starting a business. And I tell everyone around me, you do not need a degree to start a business at all. Well, let me say this. It depends on the business, right? So with, with Jam's case, there are certain things that I had to get in order. You have to find out what location you're living in, if you can actually provide that service in that particular location. If food is involved, there's a lot of certifications that you have to get, right? Cleaning certifications, nutrition certifications, etc. Um, So with the consulting business and the business gym, is based off of experience. And I feel like that's probably one of the most powerful things that people forget about is your experience, right? Someone can come and start a business any day, but if they don't know how to start a business, they can't service you, right? I've already started two other businesses before the business gym and I've learned from trial, error, mistakes, successes what to do and how to move forward. So you definitely don't need a degree. It all depends on what what kind of business you're going to get into. So what resources were available to you when you started your businesses, any of your businesses? Hmm, That's a good question. I feel like with Jams Cakes, I didn't really have a lot of resources that was mainly just running on art, right? I loved art. I loved sculpting. I was like an art major in high school. So that's how I developed Jams Cakes from just experience and trying to release. With the consulting businesses, I basically used what I knew and kind of broke it down from there. It it wasn't anything that I needed in terms of resource. It was basically just experience. The resources that I had was talking to people and actually doing surveys throughout the community on what it is that they needed. And that's how I learned how to fill that gap.
0: If you could start all over again, what would you do differently? I would write everything down.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I started from experience and kind of just built on that and kept going. And it wasn't until halfway through, it's like, you know what? I should probably document this. And and I say this, document your trial and errors, document your experience because you can turn that documentation into another business, right? So let's say, yeah, you have a podcast, document your process through building that podcast and create a digital product for someone in the future and make passive income. So Document everything and learn from those experiences so that you can apply it to other future businesses you know, in the future. That's beautiful. So what have you learned about yourself since starting your first business? What I've learned is that I need to take some time for myself, my mental and I feel like as an entrepreneur, we go and go and go because we want to succeed. We want to get to that next level. We want to make more money. And we totally forget about taking a break. And I, and I read this somewhere where it's like burnout isn't something that you should achieve, right? We should definitely try to avoid burnout by taking a break. A break is a privilege. And at the same time, it's also a luxury right? So make sure you slow down, take some breaks, and learn from the process as you go.
0: So how do you kind of
1: take your break? What do you do in those moments? I try to schedule time with family and friends. And it sounds bad that I have to schedule the time, but as an entrepreneur, I think your most important resource that you can use is a planner. And so that's where you schedule your breaks. You schedule times where you have to block out and sacrifice for your business and then schedule the time that you have to be happy. Schedule your mental health time. And I took a mental health day with my mom just a couple of days ago where it was, I we got a massage at a spa. And in the middle of the massage, I was just like, I needed this. Like, Why didn't I schedule this days ago? right? So it's always important to do that and take breaks and make sure that you are like helping your mental health as well.
0: I'm just kind of piggybacking off of that. I feel that if you don't take care of yourself, there's no way you can take care of your family, your friends, your kids, or your business. I mean, it's nothing is going to work. I mean, not theoretically, but you have to, in order to give it your all, it's not going to work without you, right? You have to give it everything, take that time. So I completely agree with that.
1: And I'm sure you can, because as a flight attendant yourself, right? It always goes back to put the mask on yourself first before you can help anyone else. You got to help yourself first before anything. So that's important. Yeah.
0: 100%. So what are some strengths that you developed whilst, you know, since starting a business?
1: Definitely organization is like top tier. You can't be an entrepreneur if you're unorganized or disorganized. So I'm also a therapist and you can actually be both. You can be unorganized and disorganized. And as an entrepreneur, you have to be organized
0: for your mental and also when it comes to your projects. That's a huge one. So, what are some weaknesses for you to focus on that maybe not may not be beneficial at the moment, um, but you have to work on?
1: That is a good question. Weaknesses, I would say I want to take more time for myself. I'm in the process of kind of automating all three businesses so that I don't have to be so hands-on all the time but because I'm in the process of automating, I forget to take breaks. So it's always good to stick to that planner. I always, and it's not that I forget, let me let me rewind. It's not that I forget. I put it in my planner and I cross it off. And I'm like, oh, I don't have to take a break today. I could keep going, right? And it's that entrepreneur mindset where you're just like, oh, I can keep going. I'm gonna knock out all of these tasks by the end of the day. But by the end of the day, you're burned out, right? By the end of the day, you're burned out and you can't start on time tomorrow. So I think that's definitely a weakness of mine is crossing off my breaks when I should be actually taking those breaks.
0: And now you were talking about automating your businesses. Have you ever, or do you plan to use any VAs? Uh, I have. I did not have such a positive
1: experience, I'll be honest. Um, But I think it was because she was just a a fresh VA with like limited experience. So eventually I would probably consider getting a VA, but I'm more so talking about automation where you don't really have to have anyone hands-on at all more so like scaling where things are running automatically. And all you have to do is just focus on content. And for that, I will probably get a VA in the future.
0: Okay. And for anybody who doesn't know what a VA is, it's a virtual assistant. Now, because I, we've kind of already started talking about the VAs, where did you find it? Uh, find them the last time? And would you recommend them in the future? Maybe a different uh, service?
1: Uh, I actually found my VA on Indeed. Um, yeah. So I was looking for like a... a very professional VA. And she was super professional, just not enough knowledge. I think she was like straight out of school. She wanted to start like a side hustle and, and that's how it started, which is perfectly fine. Um, but in the future, I would say definitely get a BA because she did cross off some tasks off my list. Um, um, however, you know, with time, I kind of required a lot more. And so a part-time VA was just not realistic at that moment. So that's why I'm like going to have to look for a full-time BA in the future.
0: How did you make it through any of the emotionally daunting or tough or frustrating moments as a business owner?
1: Honestly, my husband. Love it. Support system. Support system. My husband was my driver, my assistant, my chef, right? Like I feel like it's important to have a support system and he was mine. And not even so much to do tasks, but more so to also bounce ideas off of. And when you have someone where you can bounce ideas off of, get support from, take some load off of your shoulders, that helps significantly in your business because you can't do it all by yourself.
0: Absolutely. Even though we we tend to think that we can.
1: Of course. We all think as entrepreneurs, yeah, we all think as entrepreneurs, we have superpowers. Yeah, we could do it. However, let's be realistic. You can't do it all.
0: Yes. Yes. You can't be everywhere all the time, anytime. Yeah. It's just, it's just realistic, right? So, In the beginning, or even now, I know you're talking about your husband, but do you tend to ask or use your family and friends to be a part of the business as you grow to help you out with some things? Oh, yes.
1: So I love doing that. I'm I'm lighting up because that's, that's what I'm doing all day, right? I love supporting people in their dreams, in their income, in their ideas. And so I have such a large family. My family's from the Caribbean. So we're very close and tight knit. So I would like ask my sister to do a few things for me, ask my cousins to do a few things for me. I'm like, listen, I'll hire you. When you're ready to work, let me know and I will hire you. And I feel like there's no greater feeling when you could support people and actually help people come up as well as an entrepreneur. That's beautiful.
0: Absolutely beautiful. So what is your most memorable moment so far as a business owner?
1: Mm, My most memorable moment would definitely be when I have my exit interviews after helping Mm. people. And that's essential for me, right? So I do my one-on-one coaching and my group coaching, but afterwards we kind of debrief. We have an Mm -hmm. exit interview and I walk through, okay, what did you accomplish? What do you have left to accomplish? What's Mm -hmm. your insight in regards to where your business is now? And it's always so positively overwhelming when someone can come to you and say, like, man, you changed my life. You showed me how to build businesses that will consistently make income. You showed me how to actually build towards generational wealth. You've helped me leave something for my children. And that to me is the biggest, most positive impact that I could ever make in someone's life.
0: And I think that's what most of us try to get to right so to have this moment where you can change lives whether it's yours of course or someone else someone you may may not have known a stranger a family member i feel like that is so important to do to to build businesses and do things that don't just uh, benefit you right
1: right that's why i say like service-based businesses are are equally as important as product-based businesses because product you sell items right Service, you sell experience, you sell wisdom. And so when you can give that to someone, that's such
0: a big deal. With that, right? I know you said that's your most memorable things and when you do your your, your debriefs, basically what's your greatest achievement so far as a business owner?
1: Greatest achievement right now for me, I would say is servicing over 950 plus students. When I say that number out loud, just like a special type of joy, right? Like 950 students have purchased from me, joined a class, done one-on-ones. And so- I have such a large group of students that have moved to the next level of starting a business, building, growing a business. That is my biggest achievement, saying that I have serviced almost a thousand people. That's insane to me still to this day.
0: I love that. So on the flip side of that, what is the most challenging um, moment as a business owner so far? I think keeping myself from starting another business. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. You're a serial owner, a serial business owner. I'm a serial entrepreneur. (laughs) You know how they say
1: like you could get a tattoo and then once you get one, you want to continue. That's how I feel with businesses. I start one and I'm just like, I can start another one. I can start another one. And so starting a business is easy, right? But growing the business and being consistent with it is probably the most difficult. But I think that I have gotten to a point in life where I've mastered that. I know how to maintain these businesses now. So I'm just like, oh, automate new business. Automate it, new business. So it's the challenge is keeping myself from doing the most because I am queen of the most. It's keeping myself from doing too much.
0: Oh, I love it. That is funny. I think we might all have like all have something like that. And I actually love that you said that. <laughs> so what is the biggest benefit in your opinion of owning a business?
1: The biggest benefit to me of owning a business is going and coming when I please. Mm-hmm. Making my own rules is taking a vacation whenever I want to take a vacation from my business. That to me is it's freedom. That's it. Point blank. It's freedom. And if you can have a piece of freedom, trust me, you will never look back at all.
0: Yes. And you know, I think it's interesting that you say that because there are a lot of business business owners, which I'm sure is actually why you have your business, that they start businesses, like you said, it was so easy to start it, but then they get stuck, right? So this business is just so overwhelming and what they do, their daily tasks, and they don't know how to automate it yet. So I think that is the biggest thing because I've seen so many business owners and they're like, I just, I can't, I, don't, I, I hate this. And I'm like, you have this huge product or service business that you are using and it's making money, which is fantastic, but you haven't learned how to actually enjoy it and benefit from it. That's that's a huge thing.
1: A lot of people get stuck in being stuck, just plain and simple, right? They're saying, I've had business owners come to me saying, well, I'm not making any more money. Like, I'm stuck. I don't know how to get to that next level. Maybe this, this isn't for me. And just because you're stuck in something, it doesn't mean it's not meant for you. It doesn't mean that it's not something that you should be doing. It just means that you have to figure out a strategy to move from being stuck, right? A strategy to becoming more consistent. And I think a lot of people forget about that when they start these businesses. They lose all of the faith and all of the motivation and they shut down, right? And that's why it's so essential to have someone that you can bounce these ideas off of and a coach that can actually move you in the right direction when you do have these moments of being stuck.
0: So in general, what do you want people to know about owning a business?
1: Owning a business is hard. Owning a business will take time. However, if you are consistent, it'll be probably one of the best decisions that you've ever made in your life.
0: So before we wrap it up today, I want to ask you one last question. Do you have any advice for anybody out there who might be interested in starting a business but may be scared or hesitant? Yeah, just do it. Do it scared.
1: Do it scared. That's what I say, right? Because at the end of the day, all you have to do is start, right? And once you do your research, you get those resources, whether it's through a coach, whether it's through just Google searching in general, once you start and you get to that point of consistency, you're going to be so fulfilled as a business owner. You're not going to want to do anything else, but start another business. That's it. That's it. Do it scared. That's my advice.
0: I absolutely love it. Well, before we get you out of here, how can people find you, whether they want to just follow you and, and your journey and your businesses, or are they going to need some help? Let them know where, you know, your social media handle.
1: So my social media handle is thebusinessgym.co, mm-hmm. or you can log on at www.thebusinessgym.com.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Jamila, for coming on the show today. Thank when I tell you, I learned a whole lot. Of course. Thank you. Yeah, I, I've learned this whole lot, and I hope that somebody out here got something from this. I know they did. So I appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Absolutely. And to my Next Stop Nonstop family, I want to remind you to write a review on iTunes and like, comment, and share this episode with your friends and family. Thank you so much for tuning in today. All new episodes of the Next Stop Nonstop podcast will release every Tuesday. So make sure you keep an eye out. Also, be sure to tag at Next Stop Nonstop in any of your comments or if you have any topic suggestions or if you just have a question for me. At Next Nonstop can be found on all social media. So until we meet again, I want to wish you healthy minds and happy travels.